Hey sis, welcome to Beyond the Military Podcast, where faith-led military women overcome burnout and create more balance. Just imagine having enough time to focus on your faith, family, and have more fun while still serving as a woman leader. In this podcast, you will walk away with the tools to help you navigate the busy life of a military woman, organize your mind, overcome overwhelm, create a prioritization playbook, and a balanced blueprint for integrating faith, family, and career yeses in that order. Hi, I'm Wendy Ray, woman of God, wife, mama of two, army veteran, and certified life coach. And I'm here to help you create a life of meaning outside of the military, a life of laughter, joy, and intentional free time. If you are ready to overcome burnout and create balance as a faith-led military woman, sis, this podcast is for you. So loosen up your laces and grab your coffee because it's time to step into freedom and peace. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode 109. I hope you're ready for this episode because I know I am, and I love this topic, not only because it's something that I struggled with as well, and it's something that I think we will always want to improve, but most importantly, this topic is becoming more and more difficult as there are more and more distractions out there. And so, we all strive to plan ahead. We all strive to get our to-do lists done, put everything on our on our task sheet or weekly routine, whatever you use, if it's paper or digital on your calendar. And then when the time comes or when that day comes or when you know you need to be doing that specific task, you are not following through. And again, this is something that we all struggle with. I struggled with even in the military a little bit. Um, not most of the time, but for um, some specific things I struggled with actually following through and really showing up with the things that I knew I needed to support that result or the outcome. And so I think this becomes more difficult in our personal lives or when it comes to our personal selves. When it comes to serving or doing things that are going to impact others, it's a lot easier to get things done. It's a lot easier to really get motivated and do the things, right? Sometimes you don't even need motivation. The motivation itself is just you helping, doing, supporting, and being of service for someone else. So when it comes time for your specific personal life, your specific growth and your specific uh, progress and you know where you see yourself going in the next couple of days, weeks, months, or years, it becomes difficult, right? So then we go into like, oh my gosh, why can I, you know, follow through on things for myself? Like, what is wrong with me? And so the reason I put that there is because one of my clients literally said that she's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally just felt like I heard myself a couple of years ago. Like, there's something wrong with me. And here's the thing, right? So it, it could be seen and viewed in so many ways, right? You're like, oh, it's something that's my problem. I was raised this way. I've never really had a actual routine or, and and I don't mean like your career or your work life. I mean, or your work. This is more specifically like your personal life, right? And you start telling all these stories and your, all these stories are coming based off your past focus mentality, right? Your, your past experiences. And so we then think that because we've pretty much um, acted this way or have responded this way our entire lives, 
we then think that there's just something that is wrong with us and we associate that with, you know, maybe we can't change or there's just this one thing that is holding me back. And so I'm here to offer you today that one, there's nothing wrong with you, I promise. Yes, we are um, different and we have different weaknesses and we have different strengths. But at the end of the day, it's not necessarily you within itself, right? You as a person, but most importantly, understanding really why you're not following through. And most of that, as you may all know, I associate this with managing our brain. And so today I am going to offer you five questions that you can ask yourself if you're not following through on those things. And most importantly, these are the things like, you know, that you want to do as a wife, as a mom, as a follower of Jesus, as a woman of God, as an individual that wants to do something else other than just focus on their work 99% of the time. Something that you aspire to do and that you know that you you keep like planning and you're like, this, there's a seed in my mind and I want to, you know, do it. So I write it and I plan it for the next month, which by the way, this episode will be released at the end of the month. So this is a great time for you to really start implementing this in the following month, which will be um, July. So again, being aware of what is really preventing you from following through. And I'll be honest, it's not something that's simple that you'll start implementing, you know, one July or even, you know, tomorrow, the next day or whenever you hear this. But I will say that it is very important for you to still be aware of what's happening on why you may not be actually maybe even so even beginning or starting. Right. So you're like feeling stuck and you're like, I've tried, I, I've, you know, started, you know, implementing little things here and there. I'm waking up earlier. I'm doing these things, but I'm still not fully following through that task or that um, outcome that you want. You're not seeing it through. And it's difficult. I'll be honest. It was difficult for me. I'm like, I, I know I can do this, but when it comes time for myself, I kind of like put myself at the very, very end, very last thing to do. And then I'm tired. And so depending on where you are in your life, depending on what this thing may be, it could be a degree, it could be a certification, it could be investing, it could be really anything that it involves growth and it involves you and that it involves how it's going to actually impact others around you, right? Because think about it, how you show up and how you grow is definitely going to impact others around you, especially your loved ones. As I continue on this journey with my faith and building my relationship with God and really focusing in on the word and dissecting and just being focused and hungry for the word. It's really changing me as an individual. It's changing me from, you know, my, my mind and my heart. And it's just allowing me to see things differently, right? And if I don't put the time or the effort to even do that, it, there's no way that I'm going to see the fruit of that. And, and that's what I want to offer you today. It doesn't have to be something tangible. It doesn't have to be, you know, certification or a degree or a, um, you know, a number in your savings account. It could be as simple as you becoming more patient. It may be as simple as you 
spending time with your family. And it's the little things really that matter, right? That build on onto the big things. So this is why I want to offer you these questions. And again, out of the five questions, you may only need to work on one or two questions instead of all five. But some of you may be like me and feel stuck and feel overwhelmed and just feel exhausted of just trying and trying and trying and just not being able to move or don't see the progress or don't even see the result at the end of the tunnel. So I want to offer you these five questions and you can begin wherever you are, but I still want you to be aware of these five things that I'm going to mention. And so again, I want to begin with saying that there's nothing wrong with you and most of the most of the time and most of it is your brain. So <laughs> that's something that we can work on. And again, it's something that you're going to have to really, you know, pray about and really um genuinely ask yourself, you know, is this something that I want to continue to plan? Because that's another thing, right? Like if you continue to plan it or incorporate it in your weekly routine, but you're like, no, this isn't actually what I think I need to be doing. You know, I think that this is, there's something else. Then that's, you know, the, the other layer of work that you want to do. Why exactly do you want to do this? So the first thing I want to mention, um, or the first thing in order to get to your first question is, you know, the reason you're not following through is because you may not want to make a decision. And so it becomes really difficult to make progress if you don't decide. So the question that I want to offer you today, the first question is, why don't I want to decide? There's always a reason on what is keeping you from um, actually making that decision. And so for you, it may be like, well, you know, it's just, it's new. It's something that I've never done before. It's something that no one in my family has done before, right? And like, just a great example could be joining the military. You may be the first one, or you may be the first one in, you know, the next generation. And it's scary, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I just don't know if this is something that I'm willing to take on. So Really ask yourself, why don't I want to decide? And write down your reason. Because then you'll identify, which is going to lead me into the next thing, which is you're possibly overthinking what others may think of you. So that's the second thing. What others, most of the time when we don't follow through on things is because we're so concerned about what other people will think of ourselves, of, of you as an individual. And it could be as simple as your family, right? It could be as simple as your spouse, as your husband, as your kids, as your best friend, as someone that you were friends way back in middle school and now you are only um, friends on Facebook, <laughs> whatever that may look like. So ask yourself, why does their opinion matter? Like how does, how does their opinion even make an impact on your decision, on you actually following through with this thing? And it could be as simple as you going for your master's degree, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I don't think, you know, anyone would, you know, I'll be judged or what if I don't make it, right? Like that's a whole nother thing, like what they're going to judge me. And so that leads me into the third thing, afraid of failing. So most of the time, we don't even begin to research on the thing that we are really aspiring to do. So for example, I'm going to use um, getting into a side, a side hustle or a business that you want to start while you're in the military or as you're, you're transitioning. 
And you're like, oh my gosh, what if this doesn't work? What if this idea is really not the idea? What if, you know, me actually telling other people about this is really something that is going to be a mistake because I, I may fail? So I want you to ask yourself, am I willing to fail? And I know you're like, wait, what? What do you mean? Of course the answer is no. But I want you to really be honest with yourself. Because if you're not willing to fail, then that may not be the thing. And here's what I mean. I don't mean that you're going to just go ahead and say, yes, I'm willing to fail and it's just going to happen. No, you really have to do some work with this because this is the truth. You may not, this is what I want, this is how I want you to see it. You may not fail in a way where you're like, okay, it's completely done. I went into bankruptcy or whatever that may look like, but they are going to be things in different tasks that you are not going to successfully complete. For example, when I first started with my email um, distribution, email marketing, I felt like I had failed and this is why. And I actually kind of did, which was a great learning experience because I started sending out emails to the people that I knew. Um, I asked them if it was okay for me to send them emails on what I was doing. I was testing this out and it was, it was going well. So I got really excited. I created an opt-in on um, my website. At the time it was like free through a email marketing that was providing it. Um, I think I could only have up to a hundred email um, list subscribers. And so here I am like super excited. I load the, the emails that I already had agreed on and they had, you know, um, been reading my emails that I had been sending for the first like couple of months. And then I went online into the email marketing and long story short, out of like, <laughs> I think it was like 70 people, like 40 of them unsubscribed. And I was like, what? This is so bad. Like, what am I doing wrong? And I felt as if, I needed to just shut it down. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stop and I'm no longer doing emails because it's not my thing. As you have heard in previous episodes, email is a sense of writing for me is it doesn't come easily. So for me, it was like detrimental. I'm like, oh my gosh, like people don't like what I'm saying. I'm not saying it right. My writing sucks. My, all of it, all of it was, I mean, I was done with. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this again in another way. So I started doing more research. I started doing more things that were going to help me implement a great email strategy. And I want to say that I have gained so many new subscribers from that time alone. And keep in mind, this was like within less than a year that I was doing my email marketing. And so again, I was willing to do it wrong the first time. And that's really what I mean when you fail on one thing, right? Because it's not necessarily, it, it didn't mean that I failed as a coach or that I failed as a person that wants to um, send you information. It just meant that what I was doing at that time wasn't working. And so that's what I'm asking you here. Like, are you willing to fail and try it again and do something different? So, of course, the answer that I would love for you to put down is yes. But if you're not there yet, I want you to consider it even for a little bit, even for just a, you know, very small period of time. Am I willing to fail and do it wrong, but still find a different way to make it work? 
And if the answer is yes, then that's your answer. And so that's the third thing. The next thing, the next question that I want you to really focus on is when it comes to keeping the momentum or success, right? Like you being consistent. I think that that's like a whole nother um, layer of when you've like passed this threshold of I'm willing to fail. And so that becomes a little scary, right? When you're like, okay, that if I follow through on this research and I get accepted to the school and I, you know, sign up for the classes and I do the classes, that means that I'm going to have to continue to do this for every semester, which is going to be another, you know, two years worth. Am I willing to commit to the discomfort is the question that I want to, that I want you to ask yourself. Am I willing to commit to the discomfort? Because here's the truth. It's going to be uncomfortable. If it's something that you haven't done in so long, it's going to be uncomfortable. You actually listening and reading and researching and writing papers and doing all these things. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Same thing with the business. Same thing with the relationship. And you're like, hey, am I willing to go on another 20 dates to find this, um, this person, the one? Am I willing to go? Am I willing to commit through this discomfort? To the discomfort? Am I willing to commit to the discomfort? And if the answer is yes, then of course you're going to continue to follow through, right? You're like, yes, I'm willing to go on as many dates as possible. I'm willing to research and get into the business and be willing to do this every single day at five in the morning for an hour before I go to work, whatever that may look like for you. I'm willing to read the Bible 30 minutes a day. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be the most, um, you know, comfort or comfortable, pleasurable thing to do, but I'm going to do it. And so that's what I mean about keeping the momentum or the success, right? Because when you can keep the momentum and then it becomes into like the successful, now consistent routine, you've honestly, like you're there, like you're at the threshold of following through on everything that you are putting your mind to. Now, yes, of course, life is going to happen, right? Life is definitely going to happen. There are going to be days that you're like, listen, I slept three hours last night. I'm definitely not going to be able to do the 30 minutes Bible study because I'm going to fall asleep after minute five. Got it. But the next day you pick right up, right? That's what I mean about keeping the momentum and the consistency. So the question for you is, am I willing to commit to the discomfort? And I'm hoping that the answer is yes. And if the answer is no, which leads me into the fifth, um, the fifth question in, in topic or um, kind of like the awareness that I want you to have is what is keeping you, what, what are you buffering on? So what I mean by buffering, for those of you that haven't heard or don't understand this term, buffering is when you use external things to change how you feel. And it's something that is keeping you from fully experiencing the reality. And you use that to procrastinate. So for example, it could be Netflixing. It could be getting on social media. It could be shopping. It could be just um, overworking. It, it could be as simple as overeating, over drinking, over whatever you, you're 
you know you shouldn't be doing much of, you're consuming too much of, that is buffering, keeping you away from the things that you know you need to be doing, right? Like checking, um, checking what you need to be um, doing for that day to um, know that you've accomplished what you wanted to accomplish in that specific day. And so what is it? What are you buffering on? And for the most part, when you find things or things that are, are buffering, like Netflixing and um, being on social media, what's really happening, what, the reason why you go to it, why our mind, our brain really indulges in that is because it's pleasurable, it avoids pain, and it reduces effort. So when you're thinking, okay, I really want to get this master's degree, or I really want to take my dating life seriously. I really want to begin this journey and grow my relationship and my faith with God. It's going to be difficult if you're constantly focused on the the pleasurable and the not so painful and it doesn't require any effort type of thing, right? You're like, it's a lot easier to turn on the TV scroll through social media, um, do the things that are easier for me, like um, focusing on, you know, what's you have to do for work or like what do you need to do for work, even though you know you that can wait. Other than following through on the things that don't come easy, right? Like, oh, I have to go research. I have to go um, see what classes are available, what degree I want to get. But if you take the time to really understand that you've already just trained your brain to go through this and, and go through this process and to getting sucked into what you know is keeping you from making that progress or really just allowing you to follow through on the things that you want, then it's a lot easier to, to really focus and redirect your focus on what really matters. And that is what you want to get done. And again, it's not going to go as planned, right? Like we, I can, I can plan all day, every day. And I've done this before where I plan and it doesn't happen. And I just, again, start all over, right? Like, okay, where am I? I can do this. This is something that I've already committed to. This is something that I know that is not going to come easy. It's going to be uncomfortable, but I'm willing to do it. And I'm willing to stop buffering on Netflix every Friday, whatever that may look like, because I want to get this thing done. And so again, asking yourself these five questions are going to help you to begin to really see why you're not following through. Not because there's something wrong with you, but because there's your mind that you need to manage. There's these things that you need to answer before you go all in. It's that simple. And I know our brain likes to overcomplicate. As I have mentioned in episodes prior to this one, our mind just wants to indulge in the drama and why we shouldn't do it and, you know, why it's going to be very difficult and all these opinions when it really is all math, right? It really is all a problem-solving um, equation that you can get done. And that could be as simple as, you know, what do I need to decide on? Why do other people's opinion matter? Am I willing to fail? Am I willing to commit to the discomfort? And what's keeping me or what am I buffering on? And so when you answer those questions, you get to see really why you're not following through. 
And again, it's not because there's nothing wrong with you or you've never been consistent or you've never done this before or you've never followed through, you know, the last 20 years or last, you know, since you can remember has nothing to do with that. It only has to do with are you willing to really follow through on the things that you want based on what you know you need to improve on based on these questions, right? Like, is there something that I haven't decided on? And if you haven't, decide. Or maybe you already decided, but now I'm like, I'm worried about what other people are going to think about me. If you've overcome that, okay, so what are, are you afraid of failing? If the answer is yes, then you work on that. If the answer is no, keep on moving to the next question. Am I willing to commit to the discomfort for the long term? If the answer is yes, great. What's keeping you in buffering? Like, what are you buffering on? Okay, maybe my only problem right now <laughs> is not being able to disconnect from social media, not being able to disconnect from the consumption of Netflix, not being able to disconnect from the work that I know that is still going to be there tomorrow. What is it that you need to disconnect from? So again, follow this process, follow these questions and really be honest with yourself. And if this is something that you know is important to you and you've prayed about it and you know that this is something in your heart and your desire for it, this is something that I want you to con that really focus on, but also pray about. All right, ladies, that's all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I cannot wait to talk to you soon. All right, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Hey, lady, if this podcast helped you, challenged you, or inspired you in some way, please leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with another military sister. Helping you integrate balance, prioritization, and growth in your relationship with God is my ultimate calling. I'm so blessed that you are here. And please join us in the Faith-Led Military Women community on Facebook at bit.ly forward slash beyond the military GRP. Again, it is bit.ly beyond the military GRP. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.